Section 4 of Lives of the Presidents of the United States in Words of One Syllable. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Bruce McCready. Lives of the Presidents of the United States in Words of One Syllable by Helen W. Pearson. Chapter 4. James Madison. 1809-1817. James Madison had more votes than C.C. C. Pinckney, and so he was our fourth president. He was born in Virginia in 1751. While he was yet a boy in years, he went to school at Princeton College, New Jersey, which stands to this day. When he left school, he took up the law, and in five years was made one of the first in his state. He lost his place on the next vote, for he would not buy up those who could place him in the chair. Two years from that time, he was sent to Washington and soon took a lead in the laws of our land and grew to be one of the great men of his day, feared by his foes and loved by all who had the good of the states at heart. He, too, made one of that brave band of men who met to make up the Declaration of Independence and did much to bring it out. His voice and pen gave their aid to put it through, and much praise is due him for his work in this cause. He was the right-hand man of President Jefferson, who made him Secretary of State and he served in this place for a term of eight years, and all said that he did well while there. In 1809, he was made president, and soon from the time he went in, he made a tour of all the posts from east to west and south to north to see if they were strong in case there should be a new war in the land. When he came in, he found that our land was not pleased with England. The cause of this was that England would stop our ships on the sea and search them, which they thought was not just. So at last war once more broke out, and at first all went wrong with us. The red men took sides with the foe, and a great chief of theirs, of the name of Tecumseh, tried to form a plan to join all the Indians in a war on the whites. He was a brave man and fought hard in the fight, but at last he fell, and with him his cause. Though we did not win much on the land, we had good luck in all our fights on the sea. It was in one of those fights that the words, Don't give up the ship, were first heard from the lips of one who got his death wound on the deck of his ship. In one of the great sea fights, we had nine ships on our side, and there were six on that of the foe. We fought so well that it was not long ere the British lost all their ships. When it was a sure thing that we had won, Perry, who led our ships, wrote home, We have met the foe, and they are ours. There was a war now for three years, and in the last of it the British took some of our towns on the south coast and marched into Washington. Madison and his aides had been on the field of war all day, and when they saw that there was no chance for them, they rode back to Washington to save all they could. Mrs. Madison had a cartload of things packed up to go off with when she thought of the great portrait of Washington which hung on one of the walls of the president's room. 
the frame was too large to take down. So the shrewd lady cut the canvas from its frame and took it with her in safety. The English troops came in and set fire to the president's house and the state house, and in fact to all the town. They next went to Baltimore to take that city, but were forced to leave with great loss. Fort McHenry guards the city. Francis Scott Key had gone on board one of the ships with a flag of truce to see if the English would let off some men taken at Washington. He was kept on the English ship while the fight went on. When it stopped at night, Key had to wait till dawn to see if the flag was still on the fort. On the deck of that ship where he passed the night, with no thought of sleep, he made up the song of The Star's Bangled Banner, since one of our great songs, and which should be known by all boys and girls in the land. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at twilight's last gleaming. Oh, say does the star-spangled banner yet wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave. They tried to make a raid on New Orleans, but General Jackson, who had charge of the town, built up miles of breastworks with bales and fought back of them with his men so that the foe could not get near the place, though they tried hard to do so. This was the last fight that took place in this war, and when peace was made, both sides were glad of it. Peace was signed at Ghent, December 24, 1814. From that day, England had no right to make a search in our ships, and we have been at peace. Madison, when his first term of four years as head of our land was through, was put in the chair for four more years. So much was he liked by all. In this last term, Madison gave his seal to a bill which gave the right to form a great bank for the whole land to last a score of years. On the 4th of March of 1817, he went back to his home for rest and peace from the hard work he had gone through. But it was not long ere he was heard once more in the halls of the law. In 1829, he was one who had in charge the change that was to be made in the code of laws for the whole land. He died at his home in Montpelier in Virginia, June 28th in the year 1836. End of section 4